The Week in Doubt, episode 272, I think. Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli, the host of The Week in Doubt, a podcast for atheists, agnostics, and whoever. Let's see, I don't think I have any shoutouts to take care of this week. Uh, any corrections? Uh, maybe one brief one. It's not a factual mistake or anything like that. It's more of what I felt was kind of a glaring technical error. So, last week, as I think I stated in the episode, I was having some technical issues with my Mac Mini, so I recorded the episode on my MacBook, and then the next day I finally got my Mac Mini working again, so I decided to use it to try to finish up the editing on that episode. And I noticed a little technical glitch in one part of the recording, like this little pop or whatever. So in an attempt to root it out, I decided to go back in and re-record like a sentence or whatever it was. And if any of you out there are familiar at all with voice recording, the smallest things can change the uh, the tone or sound quality. You know, the position of the mic in the room, what time of day, ambient noise, fluctuations in the quality of your voice, you know, whether or not you're sick or tired, etc. And so no matter how much I tried to emulate the sound of my voice from the night before, it just wasn't working. So it's kind of jarring. Early into that episode, all of a sudden it might sound like a different voice pops out at you out of nowhere. So uh, my apologies. One of those things I probably don't have to apologize for. But yeah, kind of just a little um, technical thing or just an example of shoddy editing. But anyway... So if you couldn't already tell, this is going to be yet another unscripted episode. And I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about this week. And then something kind of fell into my lap last night. Um, Someone on YouTube criticized a couple of my videos. And I figured, hey, you know, give me a chance to vent. And it's been a while since I've taken on uh, any negative criticism on the show. And it's not that I'm afraid to. It's just that fortunately, even though this is online and we all know how people can be online. And if I did believe in a God, I'd probably be tempted to thank them for this. That I haven't really had to deal with much negative criticism or negative feedback in the four to six years or whatever it's been, the way time flies, that I've been doing this show. But here we are, so uh, let's dig in. And uh, this person is, I think it's safe to call them a flat earther. I doubt they would take much issue with that, uh, with that label. Maybe they find it to be a kind of pejorative, but they are someone who believes in or embraces the concept of a flat earth. So first they replied to a video that I published back on December 29th, and it was entitled The Unconquerable Son, Trump, and the War on Christmas, and the Gender of God. For you podcast listeners, it would have been episode 269. Why does my voice sound so raspy today? I don't smoke, I've been off of uh, inhaled steroids for weeks now, and I'm finally pretty much over my cold. Eh... What are you going to do? Anyway, but he left a kind of strange, what I found to be ambiguous statement that was kind of open to interpretation. So he says, ignorance about astrophysics and history at its apex. And so at first I'm like, what what the hell is he talking about? Um, He mentions astrophysics and 
history. So most likely he's referring to the first segment in which I talk about the choice of December 25th as the uh, the day for celebrating Christmas. And uh, that led me into a discussion of the Roman solar deities, Sol Invictus, and Mithra or Mithras or Mitra, depending on if we're going with a Roman or Persian pronunciation. And I don't think I said anything too inflammatory or controversial in that segment. And so I started wondering, I'm like, okay, is this guy a zeitgeist fan, maybe a mythicist with a chip on his shoulder? And even in that case, I don't think, I didn't really bash mythicism or anything on that, uh, in that episode. As you guys know, there are times when I've been very critical of Zeitgeist or Charya or Karya S, uh, however you pronounce it. Um, but in general, as I said just last week, I'm somewhat of a fence sitter when it comes to uh, mythicism. And so he brings astrophysics into the conversation, which makes me think that, yeah, this, this could have been some mythicist slash Zeitgeist thing. Um, it's probably some kind of reference to this mythicist idea that Christianity is just another belief built on this template of um, dying and rising gods associated with celestial events uh, like the the solstice, etc. And so even if this is where he's coming from, once again, I don't think I really bashed mythicism or anything. I even talk about the association between Mithra and the, uh, the, the winter solstice. So, I don't know what the hell the guy's issue was. And so, yeah, to reiterate, at first I wasn't sure if he was some angry mythicist or zeitgeistian conspiracy theorist, or if he was a fellow non-believer who's trying to make some comment about the knowledge or lack thereof of ancient peoples. I don't know. So I replied... And the dude's name is Gregory Garrett. I don't think I'm doxing him to use internet uh, parlance at all. Um, his He uses his name, if that is his actual name, as his YouTube handle. I, I replied saying, I can't tell if you're referring to me or the ancients. And that was in response to his comment, ignorance about astrophysics and history at its apex. And I was ready to leave it at that. You know, I offered a kind of good-natured, what I thought was, you know, a relatively funny uh, response or retort. But then uh, shortly later, he appears again in the comments section of episode 268, Jewish Virgins, Flat Earth Fails, Cardinal Law, and Yule Goat Update. So if he is a flat earther, I can see in fairness how he might take offense at this one. Uh, and it looks like he's downvoting my videos, too. I, I'm just, uh, I, I don't know that for sure, but those two videos both received a thumbs down right around the time he was commenting on them. And so in this episode, I go through a list. I'm, I'm trying to remember how many it was. I don't even remember. I don't know if it was 13 or 15. Um, what live science referred to as flat earth fails. And I just thought it was a kind of fun segment to riff on. As I told this person, in the past, I've gone more in-depth into trying to take on the, uh, the notion of a flat Earth. But the person says, I don't understand. Are you giving some proof that the Earth possesses measurable curvature here? 
If the point of this video in part is to prove the Earth is spherical, you should provide some evidence of this for your audience to make your case. So far, it appears to be nothing more than a set of assumptions and unfounded beliefs being entertained here. Inform your viewer. In fairness, I was kind of letting the article do the heavy lifting for me, you know. Um, I was just having fun with it. And uh, part of the reason why is because... I thought the author, whoever they were, I forget, at Live Science, who wrote this piece, did a pretty damn good job. And if I remember correctly, the article actually contained a good deal of scientific rebuttals of flat earth claims. For instance, I'm just looking at now. Yeah, and so this dates back to December 20th, and it was entitled Eight Times Flat Earthers Tried to Challenge Science and Failed in 2017. And they provide some scientific information as they go along. And so, for instance, number two on the list is their uh, addressing rapper B.O.B.'s efforts to crowdfund a satellite so he can prove that the, uh, that the Earth is flat. It says, uh, flat earthers, of course, don't believe in the Earth's curvature, which for the record becomes visible to the human eye at about 35,000 feet elevation, but only given at least a 60 degree field of view, according to a 2008 paper, making it hard to detect from a typical passenger airline window. In fairness, you know, just trying to keep myself honest and double checking things as I go. As far as I can see, that appears to be the scientific consensus, about 35,000 feet. And I believe there's little tidbits like that throughout the article as it addresses the different claims. And so I responded, I have to admit, uh, maybe I was a little snarky just because I am sick of dealing with this kind of shit. Um, you know, usually when I do receive some, I don't mind if I receive constructive criticism or if someone actually corrects me on something. But once in a while, one of these conspiracy theorists will climb out of the woodwork and trying to engage these people in logical debate makes you want to pull your hair out because usually they can't be reasoned with. And I don't feel like having to offer an episode's worth of material to make them happy every time a new conspiracy theorist pops up in my comments section. I almost wasn't going to discuss this at all, but then I figured, hey, what the heck? I kind of felt like venting. And so I said, Gregory Garrett, I've discussed flat earth beliefs multiple times in the past. This was an episode where I just riff on various articles and news stories. If you can provide definitive proof of a flat earth, I'm all ears. I think it might have been a year or two ago that I did a whole series. I forget the exact title of it. But it was me engaged in this very civil and friendly exchange or back and forth with a Christian who held a lot of these beliefs. He was a flat earther. He believed that there was a dome-like firmament over the, uh, over the earth. Um, I believe he was also a, a young earth creationist. And you know what? He was a nice guy. He came at me very politely. So I engaged him very politely. Um... I find I'm a lot more patient when people don't come at me with attitude. But he says, and I think this is a uh, this is either a um, a typo or a Freudian slip. He says, "Refuge all 200 of these proofs." I, I believe it should probably be refute 
all 200 of these proofs to begin with. Then we'll talk again, and I have 150 more proofs after that. Happy research! Exclamation uh, mark. Eric Dubay, 200 proofs Earth is not a spinning ball, and he offers a link. And just to put in some context, Eric Dubay also doesn't believe that fucking dinosaurs existed. Okay? Uh, all the fossil evidence, uh, all that, no, it's just a part of a big conspiracy. Uh, and I know that, yeah, yeah, there are replicas in museums because dinosaur fossils are relatively fragile. And for the sake of educating the public, I'm sure a, uh, a replica struck from a from a uh, a mold or a cast will do just fine, you know. Um, but yeah, fossils are real. And man, am I, uh, this is probably the most pissed I've been in a while. You know, and and in fairness to conspiracy theorists, I actually do see some merit in being open-minded enough and being an independent enough thinker to question the status quo, to question even mainstream science, and say hey, you know, that sounds good, but I don't just want to take your word for it. Let me really dig into the science behind what you're saying and see if uh, what you're saying holds water. I actually think that's admirable. But how can you claim to be an independent thinker or be open-minded and then just jump on board with an individual like Eric Dubay, who, as far as I can see, has been, you know, whose points have been refuted time and time again. I mean, I would absolutely love to see Eric Dubay debate someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson. And it's funny, I was already familiar with Eric Dubay, and I wanted to tell this person to go fuck themselves, and there was no way I was going down the Eric Dubay rabbit hole again and watching hours of this fucking guy's video and trying to please you by debunking 350 proofs. You know, when I already know that it's, it's bullshit, I've watched the guy's videos before. I've watched other um, flat earth conspiracy videos before. I've watched actual scientists debunk flat earth claims again and again. And I'm not going to shut myself in a room for a month and uh, pour over everything I've already poured through again just to make you happy, to prove that I actually have done the research and know what I'm talking about. There's no way I'm exposing myself. I mean, sorry, Gregory Garrett, but I'm not exposing myself to Eric Dubay's fucking madness again to make you happy, okay? I mean, the shadow of the Earth on the moon, the scientific study of the curvature of the Earth, the changing of viewable constellations in the sky. And even though, yeah, I will give you, it is true that um, often the official images we see of the Earth are composite images assembled from fragments of satellite imagery, etc. But you probably don't believe in satellites either. I believe some of the earliest photos of the Earth, the, the black and white ones, uh, those aren't composite images. Uh, I think they may have been enhanced, colorized at some point. And even today, we have... What the... I'm so pissed off I'm having trouble <laughs> focusing my, my thoughts. Was it the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter camera? I think NASA... Dare I say NASA? That's probably a dirty word to you. I think they published 
images of the Earth during that uh, solar eclipse last summer using the, um, the lunar reconnaissance orbiter camera. And there's this notion that people always thought the Earth was flat until recently. You can go back to Pythagoras, Parmenides, uh, Aristotle, I believe. I mean, we had ancient Greek thinkers who were able to detect that the Earth was round. And using simple tests like sticks and shadows and that type of thing, um, other people similarly discovered that the Earth was spherical or curved as well. You know, and I try to be as fair as possible. I'm like, okay, I see them as being myopic, having their heads in the sand, um, being willfully blind to the actual facts, and sometimes being smug or condescending. And that's, and, and as I was joking with my friend Crocoduck, that's probably how they see us too, right? They probably... Um, view us as being stubborn, having our heels dug in on the side of mainstream science, not wanting to be open to new information. Um, yeah, they probably do view us that way as well. But I would say the abundance of scientific information, of factual data, appears to be on our side. I think to play armchair psychologists and other people have, you know, beat this dead horse too and made the same point. I think the reason why people believe in conspiracy theories, at least in part, is they want to feel special. They want to feel like they're privy to information that the sheeple don't possess. They want to feel like they're in the know. I mean, I've sat down in the past and watched Eric Dubay videos, watched Flat Earth Conspiracy videos, listened to your ideas, and yet when I go back and weigh that against the mainstream scientific worldview, and when I apply reason and common sense, the Flat Earth theory doesn't hold water for me. You know, and that's my position. That's where I am. I mean, are you doing the same? Are you with an open mind at least exposing yourself to quote-unquote mainstream science? And are you willing to ask yourself, why do I believe what I believe? Why have I thrown my lot in with this guy, Eric DeBay? Is it because I want to be a part of something? I want to feel like I'm privy to special information. I want to feel special. Or have you taken a long, hard look at what this guy's saying and really thought about it? Really thought about what he's putting forward and come to the conclusion that his ideas... His proofs are valid and well-reasoned and make sense. I mean, in your heart of hearts, do you actually think that? I mean, I'm curious. I wonder. I usually don't swear on the show. It's not that often, but this just like, there's something so frustrating about dealing with these kind of people, with conspiracy theorists, especially flat earthers, trying to politely tell them why you don't believe what they believe. You know, and finally kind of wishing them well, see you later. And then another one will pop up as if they think they're the first <laughs> to approach you about this stuff and demand, you know, the same evidence you've already provided those before them. It's, uh, it's exhausting. But I would absolutely fucking love once again to see Eric Dubay debate Neil deGrasse Tyson or any other competent astrophysicist or scientist 
you know, or representative from NASA or whatever. I, I, I would just absolutely love it. And I was rewatching an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast in which he has a, a paleontologist on. And this paleontologist is just totally going off on Eric DeBay um, in response to Eric DeBay's video claiming that dinosaurs <laughs> never existed. And Joe Rogan just good-naturedly mentions in passing how Eric DeBay supposedly agreed to debate Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show. But I think he was just weighing the hair back from or whatever. And I, as far as I know, that never took place. Do it, Eric. Fucking do it. I, I would absolutely love it. Go for it, brother. Go for it. I'd like to see him debate a, a paleontologist, too. Maybe even the guy that Joe had on his show. But I think what pisses me off, I get the feeling that these conspiracy theorists, like I said, once again, they believe what they believe because they want to feel special. And then they come at everyone else like, my shit don't stink, looking down their nose at you like you're the idiot for daring to have a, having a common sense worldview based on actual science. And thankfully, these people are, you know, it is few and far between. I've had to deal with them, but they're infuriating enough that oh, I'm so upset I'm at a loss for words. I know I shouldn't let these people get to me, but the idea of, you know, these people blissfully walking away after starting shit with me, thinking that they're right, and that um, I can't offer any refutation of the flat earth theory, uh, it pisses me off. And if this guy watches this, he'll probably say again that I haven't offered anything that's just been speculation or, or whatever. But once again... Our methods for detecting the curvature of the Earth, going all the way back to antiquity, the shadow, the observable shadow, round shadow of the Earth on the moon, changes in position of constellations, and, and also, yeah, you may uh, thumb your nose at those composite images from NASA or whatnot, but the composite images, the uh, whole images, shall we say, for lack of a better word, both um, enhanced and um, unenhanced, the black and white are color versions we have of the Earth from space. The fact that, hmm, isn't it interesting that other heavenly bodies and planets, planetoids, etc., appear to be round? Or do you think all that, all those images are bullshit too? What about the moon? Is the moon a, a disk too? Is the sun a disk? It would seem kind of strange. That in this soul, uh, do you believe in a solar system? That in the solar system of spherical heavenly bodies, that the Earth alone is a flat disk. I kind of like, um, I saw an image recently online that showed all the planets in the solar system aligned and they're all spherical. Then all of a sudden you have this jarring image of a flat disk shaped Earth uh, in the lineup. And I know that often, because I often criticize religion on this show, that I, I point out the backwards and outdated thinking of ancient peoples, you know. But in the case of the ancient Greeks, a lot of scientific breakthroughs regarding science and mathematics uh, were made by the, the pre-Socratic and Socratic philosophers. As I said, we had people like Pythagoras, um, Plato, if I'm not mistaken, believed in a round earth. Uh, Aristotle, Archimedes, Aristophanes, 
It goes on and on. And uh, I think I already mentioned Parmenides earlier. Then during the time of the Roman Empire, people like Strabo. Uh, Strabo was a historian given, also a, a geographer. I believe he posited that Mediterranean seafarers knew about the um, the spherical nature of the Earth going all the way back to the time of Homer. And I'm not saying, you know, the ancient Greeks said so, so it must be right. But once again, there's a lot of basic science from the time of the ancient Greeks that still holds up, that hasn't been proven wrong. Sure as hell would trust their opinion more on uh, the scientific nature of the Earth um, than I would that of the people who wrote the Bible of this desert-dwelling, less scientifically sophisticated civilization that did believe in a disc-shaped Earth and some kind of dome-shaped uh, firmament or inverted bowl, whatever you want, however you want to put it. And you add on top of that all the modern scientific evidence. It's like you have to go out of your way to believe in the concept of a flat Earth. You have to want to be part of the cool kids club to be one of the special few who are in the know once again. But, you know, what else can I say? It's fucking ridiculous. Um, I, I wanted to do some news stories, maybe play some clips, because I know a lot of you out there like that format as opposed to these long rambling episodes. But I want to get all this off my chest. So rant over. Peace out, everyone. Until next week. Mm -hmm.